Hi, I'm Anna Harris. Welcome to our podcast. Please join us as we talk to experts, ministers, and prophetic voices from around the world on topics relevant for today. I hope you enjoy this message. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our second podcast and our second podcast with Ian Ross. Um, This is the second one we've done with him. We had a great time the first time. And um, a friend actually recommended that we come on, that Ian and and I come on again and just talk about what's going on right now and how to deal with it. Um, because this is, uh, we're recording in November, uh, 2020. And as everyone knows, there's a lot going on and things are different this year. And so we're just going to talk about that and how we've been affected this year and, um, you know, just ways that God is showing us to, to deal with that. So when I mentioned this idea to Ian, he said, basically, great timing. The Lord's been showing me something about this. And um, yeah, but I would like to invite Ian just to say hello and then just to open in prayer, if you uh, would mind doing that. Thank you for having me again, Anna. Lord, we always welcome your wonderful Holy Spirit to be with us, with Anna and myself and with everyone uh, tuning in. May this be a special time in your presence. May you actually fill each location with your manifest presence. May you speak into our hearts and uh, bring your comfort as the comforter. May this be a special time where your people are edified and the Father and the Son are glorified. So we're expecting Anna and I are willing to diminish that we might all of us see something of the Father and of the Son. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Yes. Amen. So just thinking about, you know, this year, and we're coming up to the holidays, and we've had so many changes this year with the pandemic, with social distancing, and now I know Toronto is back in under lockdown. And um, here we had Thanksgiving is this week, the week that we're recording. Um and the um, people are suggesting that we not get together for Thanksgiving, that we not travel, and um, that we not travel for Christmas, and those kinds of things. And and those are those are hard because for me, uh, this is the time of year I always get together with family. I have all my kids together for Christmas. My uh, one son that lives in another state always comes home for Christmas. And we really look forward to that. I love it when all my kids are together and we can laugh and have fun. And that's probably not going to happen this year. And um, I was hoping, hoping, hoping that it would, that he'd be able to come. But uh, at this point, we just don't think that it's probably not wise. So, um, but yes, but that's disappointing. And um, how about you? How have you been affected? You know, just um, with everything? Well, this year has been uh, dramatically different. We, we have uh, four kids, seven grandkids, and we have uh, one, our oldest boy lives in Dublin, Ireland. Oh, wow. 
and he has two kids and we were planning to go there and visit him. Of course, that was canceled. Mm-hmm. We have another son living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. They had planned to come down for 10 days to Toronto to, to have a family time. And that was canceled. And, uh, and we have two daughters who live in Toronto. And uh, fortunately, we're part of what they call a bubble, which means mm-hmm. we're allowed under certain tight restrictions to see each other. Um, All right. That's and yeah. Mm. And Janice's mom is a is a veteran from World War II. Mm. Wow. She lives in a veteran center in Toronto. She's 99 years of age. Wow. So we haven't actually been able to see her physically uh, yeah. since March. Mm. And that's uh, hard. That's so hard on her and on y'all. Mm-hmm. Now we're a we're a very close-knit family, so family occasions are huge to us. And, and we're both probably classic grandma and grandpa that we just have to have time with grandkids. So it's been very traumatic in that way. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I have an itinerant ministry, <laughs> right. which I, I've been traveling for 22 years. And all of a sudden, since February, I haven't been able to go anywhere. Right. And so that has been my ministry, which means I travel and I minister in person. And so I had to cancel, <clears throat> excuse me, cancel a lot of trips. And my minister, I'm kind of a hands-on, sort mm-hmm. of a huggy papa kind of person. And I like to look right in people's eyes and, and uh, watch God work. Right. So it's had to, we've had to move to Zoom meetings and you know, places like Belgium, Holland, uh, England, America, and so on. So that's that's been a real change. And we, so we've had to adapt. Mm-hmm. Right. But it also means that it's almost like daily we we almost have to um, self-correct or um, gain perspective again. You find it's easy to lose perspective when all these things are going on. And mm-hmm. I find that I have to keep getting back to the place where I have God's perspective to keep us on an even keel and to keep rejoicing and, and so on. Right. So it's it's very different. Have you found that even though things are different with ministering, that you can minister effectively through Zoom, through video? It's been more than I expected because I, mm-hmm. you know, I've always, I always like to, even when I'm speaking, I move the podium close because I like to be close to the people, which you never know, can, of course. But now you, uh, with Zoom, of course, you can see all the faces. And I had to learn not to self-limit what God can do. Mm-hmm. So many of the same things were happening in Zoom meetings as happened uh, in an in, in-person meeting. So he's still able. Yeah. So it does it does work. Yeah, that's great. And then then Janice and we we're part of a little pod group in our local church, which is just half a dozen people. We meet together every week and, and pray and share share our hearts. And we're in a small group, and, and I speak in the local church periodically on Zoom. So. Mm-hmm. We're still active. I much prefer in person, but it does it does work. Right, right. Yeah. At, at least we have that. You know, at yes, least we have yes, we have Zoom yes. and different technologies and podcasts and so. And we are um, recording this for YouTube and as a podcast, so we'll have the video and the audio. Just FYI. So. Yes. Yeah, so I was wondering what you suggest for people when 
they are going through all these changes and, you know, disappointments. I'm disappointed that I'm not going to have my son mm-hmm. here in person. Um, I know um, my assistant that's working with me uh, lives in another country. She's not going to be able to go see her family for Christmas mm-hmm. because if she, no. if she left, she couldn't get back. And so, you know, it, that's a big deal, not being able to, to see family, but what do you, what do you feel is something healthy, something good for us to be able to do? Well, the first thing I do is I think is I need to remind myself of what the foundation of our life is mm-hmm. in the father. Right. And uh, some time ago, he shared something with me, which, which really went deep into my heart. And, and the expression is fully known, yet fully loved. Mm-hmm. And fully known means he knows every, every thought I've ever had. He knows every motivation behind what I've done. He knows everything I've done or everything I haven't done. He knows times I've been in rebellion, times I've had failure, when I've been hot or cold for him, when I've been full of faith and full of doubt. And in fact, he knows he knows everything about me. And if you think of in the in the natural, if someone knew that much about us, surely that would mean rejection. Mm-hmm. Because usually we we live in a hiddenness, like we we let people see the good side, but we don't want to see the 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 less than good side, right? And uh, sometimes we we then walk in a hidden life. We walk in shame. We walk in disappointment. Sometimes we even feel like we're rejected by God. We're not worthy. We can't earn His love. And yet the amazing amazing truth is is we are fully loved by God now. By the Father, mm-hmm. He is love. He's the God of compassion, the God of all comfort. He sees His sons and daughters. It's not about performing or striving, uh, and He doesn't. He does not love us if we change. He loves us now, mm, which right. gives Him a platform so He can indeed change us and heal us. Well, I think it's important to remember how He sees us, our place in Him. So that's the basis upon, I think, which to receive his comfort, which is what I'm going to be talking about today. Yeah, that's really good because so many of us, myself included, when I really started in sort of a fundamental type of church, I really felt I needed to perform for God to be able to approve me. And, you know, we had, um, you know, we were supposed to evangelize and speak to a certain number of people all the time. And, you know, you had the list, the, the list of things to do, read your Bible, pray, evangelize, all those things. And you only felt okay if you had done all of those things, you know, it's like a weight, really. Yeah. And then the enemy says, well, have you already done enough today? <laughs> right. And how much is enough, you know? Yeah. So, so it's know. like a sy- system of religious obligations. Right. Exactly. But instead, we're talking about relationship, which is mm. life-giving, life-sustaining right. relationship. Right. So to receive this, this revelation, I have ownership of this truth that, of how he sees us. Mm-hmm. That's the place on, on which to bring, to receive his comfort. That's what I've found. Um, and it's even before the uh, pandemic started, I was really having a burden as I traveled around the world speaking in churches. And I saw that there was there was a, a large void 
even in church people receiving comfort. Hmm. And, it, and it's something that shouldn't be, of course, but it, but it seems to be that way. And we've tried to, we've filled the empty places with counterfeit. I think counterfeit thing, which might be business, might be hyper-religious activity. It could be uh, other things which are kind of deadly, like pornography or drugs or alcohol or materialism. And even, even the, the things that are good, uh, they don't satisfy that hunger for comfort. They may bring temporary relief. They may mask the problem, but they don't feed us. They don't feed us with this comfort, this life-sustaining, life-enriching comfort. And uh, and that's a pattern. I think it's throughout the church. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is 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 there's many yet still don't know who they are in the love of the Father. They're still trying to do church, right? Which is which again is where I started. I think this is so good because that comfort that God offers us is always there. But if we are, you know, we're feeling like we have to earn it or we have to do certain things, um, you know, to receive it, then we're not going to be open to receiving God's comfort. And many of us, I think we started off with really, as we grew up, there was, there was never enough comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think we all have a big void in that area. And, uh, and mainly because our, our mothers and fathers, they never received the comfort that they needed either. So right. they didn't have it to offer. So there, there, there's gaps. There's there's gaps in it. But Second Second Corinthians 1, 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. I like that. And in the um, Amplified, it says, Praise be to the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father's sympathy, pity, mercy, and the God who is the source of every comfort, consolation, mm-hmm. and encouragement. Wow, that's so So good. he's the source. Mm-hmm. So we have, to, we have to be connected to the source mm-hmm. to receive comfort. That's not a one-time, well, I got comfort today, that will last the next 30 years. Right. It's staying in the place of being comforted. It's like a continuous present tense. Right. And it's like you said, it's out of relationship too. Yes. And and we've learned, of course, through the love of the Father, that whatever we didn't receive in the natural, we can receive from, from God the Father himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, even even uh, David says, but I was still in quiet of my soul like a weaned child that's mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Uh, in the message, it says, I've kept my feet on the ground. I've cultivated a quiet heart like a baby content in its mother's arms. Mm. Soul is like a baby content. There's there's this, because we're connected with the Father, whatever we need, whatever we're lacking, He is more than willing to supply our needs, even in times of crisis. All right. Yes. Now, as I was thinking about this, I, I realized that Comfort is a huge topic, and it's and it's like every area of our life we we face disappointments like like we're having now with your Thanksgiving and Christmas coming, times of discouragement, times we're brokenhearted, sometimes when it gets severe it's depression. We've suffered broken relationships, broken marriages, friendships, 
feeling rejected and forsaken, times of strife, financial pressures, persecution. And now we can add to it, of course, there's, there's political disappointments, there's, there's, there's COVID situation. We've all got family members who've uh, predeceased us, is, is processing that loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it comes in so many places, it's like it, we're in constant need of comfort. Mm-hmm. And yet we, we, we haven't really uh, received comfort because we've looked often in the wrong places. Even in terms of uh, dealing with our own sinfulness. Now, the goodness of God leads us to repentance, which is good. Coming to repentance, we're restored. But there's a time when he needs to build us back up again. Mm-hmm. He needs to bring comfort. Yes, you fail, but but let me pick you up, dust you off, and let, let's go again. Mm-hmm. I'm not never going to leave you nor forsake you. Right. And so there, there's a period of restoration again. So all these areas, which is every so many aspects of our life, we need comfort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I think. Especially now, when it, when it's more like we're in, we're all in crisis mode, mm-hmm. and everything is uncertain. Like there used to be so many things you sort of well, at least I know this is good. I still have a job. I still have my house. I, you know, I can still pay my bills. All these things. But now, none of these things is certain in the natural. Right, and so also have- I think it's like in, under normal times. Um, one of us might be having, you know, some issues, but our friends are in different places, you know, but during this time of the pandemic, it's like, we're as a culture going through, you know, times of crisis, we're doing it all together. And that's, that makes a difference too. And we're, we're in a place of almost forced isolation. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he made, the father made us as people, we, we, we need each other. Right. Anyway, we all were built needing clean, affectionate touch. Mm-hmm. No, you can't touch anybody. Right. I mean, you have to you have to keep that six feet or two meters, whatever it is. You 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 have to be careful where you go. You have to wear a mask, which means you you can't even see the person's face. Right. Uh, all these things, and, and it's sowed fear into the air, into the air. And so we're almost afraid of people, mm-hmm. and yet we're we're made needing each other. We need we need. A coin and either coming together, mm-hmm. and especially as you talked earlier about family. I mean, that's that's the closest thing we have on Earth, isn't it? Family unit. Exactly. So all the yes. all, all these things are are, are being attacked. Mm-hmm. But, but there has to be there has to be a remedy for us to, to to get through this time, and and still be at peace, rest, and and have a sense of joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and you're right. That source is our heavenly Father, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we don't um, we don't take partake as much of the comfort and the riches of God as as we can. And it, it is really there for us. But it's 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 probably being brought to an edge because we we're now aware of it. We're in touch with our need. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's a good thing, right? Because we're seeing our need for God. Yes. And it's not a, a nice, you know, we, we can't give him leftovers and survive. <laughs> we have to give him a primary spot in our lives and our, in our day. Mm-hmm. 
And one of the biggest things I find is just perspective. I mean, if you watch the newscasts or or you listen to conversations, I mean, you can quickly lose perspective. So I ha- I have to intentionally come back to a place where I have his perspective. Yes. And then it's like, okay, now I have something, something substance I can face today with. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And I think that's really key is have seeing things through God's perspective because, you know, uh, there's so many voices out there right now where that we can listen to and, you know, get mad about this or mad about that. And really we need to see things from a, a kingdom perspective, you know, from, from the father's perspective. Like, if you like, I can share a couple of the main ways that I've been dealing with this personally. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and the foremost way for me, and I've discovered this probably probably by having an itinerant ministry. Mm-hmm. And for quite a while, I've been traveling on my own when Janice stepped down. And and just knowing that it's just he and I, as I travel and minister and so on. But the, the foremost way for me personally receive comfort is through his manifest presence, mm-hmm. which means I have to find a time somewhere in my day where I shut off the phone, the TV, uh, all the distractions. And I have to actually invite him to come as I seek his face. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, often we, we spend a lot of time asking for things, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But, and then what I'm talking about is seeking his seeking him personally. Right. I want to be connected. Yeah. I, I even invite, make space for his manifest presence, which doesn't come every time, but often. Mm-hmm. And when he comes, it's like, oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Can you just explain that for someone who has never felt his manifest presence? Like explain what that would be like. Sure. What, quite often, I, what I do is uh, I'm an early morning person, and uh, you know Janice doesn't like morning. She does. She works functions better later in the day. Mm-hmm. So I get up early, make a, a nice big thing of coffee. Mm-hmm. I get the Word of God. I, I find some some songs that minister to my heart. Then I just quiet my myself and I just say, Lord, I I really need to connect with you today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeking your face. I'm asking you to come and reveal yourself to me through the word of God, through, through maybe journaling sometimes or through a, <laughs> spiritual songs. And I, and I find that something jumps off the page either from the word of God or something, a line from a song. I can, I can just feel it doing something deep in my heart. Mm-hmm. And, and he's very creative. He does it different ways all the time but i it it's it's focused and sometimes you have to persevere because sometimes you get mind clutter like i have all these lists of things i want to do i have to i have to, I have to put the list away mm-hmm. it's not for that and i i, I expect him so it's mm-hmm. by faith there's a faith element i mm-hmm. expect to meet with him he seems to like that mm-hmm now, this has been cultivated over the years, so sometimes in the beginning it was difficult. But then you have one encounter, it's like, oh, mm. of the present. Yeah. In his presence, you, you just 
There's a sense of peace mm-hmm. and rest, sense of well-being. Yes. And it, and it, it doesn't matter what the circumstances of your life are. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's almost like I think he wants to teach us in this season is, is to live up and over above our circumstances so mm-hmm. we can have rest and joy yes. and perspective mm-hmm. no matter what's happening at the ground level. Right. Right. That's really good. Do you, cause you said, so you have a sense of peace, sense of rest. Um, do you ever feel his presence physically when you're yes, just waiting on him? Often, because uh, I, I don't, whatever, maybe because of the particular anointing I have, I often feel him on my hands mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I just say, Oh, there you are. Mm, like yeah. he's, all of a sudden you're just aware he's, he's in, he's in the room with you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it's almost like time stands still because then you just want to stay there. You want right. to linger as long right. as you can. Who wants but to I leave actually, when God's right there with you? Right. <laughs> I, I must say, I don't always feel his, his presence, mm-hmm. but, but, but a faith, I know he's there. Mm-hmm. And even when, and when I finished my time, Oh, he really was here. I just didn't feel him as strong as yesterday, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. the next time. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the sense of his unconditional love, and even if I've had a bad day before, mm-hmm. if I take too long be- between these sessions, I don't know about you, but I can quickly lose focus. Because mm-hmm. I see all the things that are wrong, all the things that we don't. We don't know what's going to happen next. <clears throat> We've had this uh, kind of a radical life living by faith where we really haven't had a long view of what's going to happen next month or three, six months from now. We don't know. Right. But we've, we've, we've learned to, to trust him in, the, in those times. Right. Even, so even like we have an itinerary ministry, which means a lot of our income came through the itinerary ministry itself. Mm-hmm. Now we don't we don't really have a full itinerant ministry. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to live? Right now, I am old enough. We do get a Canada pension thing, which is a government pension, which is mainly based in rent. Mm-hmm. You can't eat with that, so so you right. do have to have an income. But what's happened is this year he's been absolutely faithful in providing for us. Wow. We when we didn't know where it was going to come from. Hmm. But he's been, he's had his own, this radical uh, faith thing for probably over 20 years now, hmm. where we, we just, we don't know how it's going to work, we, but we know his provision is secure because mm-hmm. he's faithful. Yeah. I used to be the opposite. I used to be an analyst in IBM, right? I know where every nickel and dime was, and, and I was so careful. Maybe another word is cheap. Yeah. And I had, to, I had to know before I could be secure. Right now we don't know, but we know him, the right. one where we where we find our security. So this is, uh, of course, it's the it's the Holy Spirit that carries the love of the Father, carries the comfort to our hearts. Mm-hmm. We really love the Holy Spirit. We give lots of room for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Just like you this morning, you talked earlier about He gives you a song. Mm-hmm. Maybe, make, maybe give me a psalm. Mm-hmm. One of the things I found is great help is the book of Psalms. Because David, who, by the way, is a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. 
and, and this, this is a bit of a joke, but I, sometimes I think he's a bit of a whiner. <laughs> like he, he goes through a long list of his complaints. Mm-hmm. He's honest, at least. Well, what I like is I like his, his reality. Mm-hmm. He starts off yes. in reality, but then he finds God in the midst of it. Yes. And then he right. comes out of it and, and he, he's, he's in a good place again. Right. But if you notice, it happens more than once. Mm-hmm. But it says we have to, we have to keep coming back to the source, coming mm-hmm. back, gaining her perspective again. I don't think anybody's always on top all the time. Mm-hmm. We have right. we've had days where, where it's been a rough day. Mm-hmm. But then Janice and I, we find a place we go for a walk or something. We ask him to come with us, and maybe something from nature speaks to us. Yes, right. That's so good, just to know where to go. You know, when we do start to feel down or we do start to feel sad because of all the changes and things, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can go to God for comfort. And like you just mentioned, like I woke up today with the song. It's an old worship song. Um, Those that wait upon the Lord, um, strength will rise when they wait upon the Lord. And then at the end of that song, there's the one I was listening to. There's a little child saying some scriptures and she was reading Isaiah. And I'm just going to look that up and I will read it because I think it's so good for, you know, just what we're talking about today. So it's a very familiar scripture, Isaiah 40 and starting in verse 29, says, this is Isaiah 40, 29. He gives strength to the weary and to him who has no might, he increases power. Even youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, Mm -hmm. look for, and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. And I think that's so key is really what you're talking about is that waiting for the Lord. And that's the key to this is those that wait for the Lord will renew their strength. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about is that time with him where you're just waiting for his presence. But it's waiting with an expectancy. Yes. Yeah. It's not just, oh, I'm just throwing it out there and I don't expect anything back, but you really expect him yes. to minister to you. Right. And that goes back to what you started with is that knowing that we're fully known and yet fully loved. So we can come in a place of confidence to the Lord. You see, you have to have the foundation secure. Mm-hmm. So then you can, you can you can base your life on the foundation and then you really expect him to be father to you. Right. And married of ways that he's a father. Mm-hmm. The other way I uh, receive comfort is actually to remember and recount the promises of God, mm. which I find is good is, is, is actually read them aloud. So you, you hear them from your own, your own heart. Yeah. Because we need to know that. And of course, a lot of us turn to Psalm 91 and other places. He says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, 
my God in whom I trust. Further on, it says, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. Guard you in all your ways. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. He will call me, and I will answer him. So we, we, we expect to hear from him. Mm-hmm. I will be with him in trouble. Well, there's lots of trouble these days, right? Mm-hmm. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him. In Psalm 121, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, mm-hmm. the maker of heaven and earth. He, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. In Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious. Well, the natural thing is to be anxious, right? Mm-hmm. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, We've, Janice and I found is one of the keys is to recount daily what we're thankful for. Mm. Not what's wrong, what's missing, what we're afraid of, but thanksgiving. Present your, then re, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's so good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really the peace of Jesus, you know, which is different. Uh, you know, the scripture, I think in Philippians talks about, um, you know, in John talks about the peace that Jesus lives, leaves with us, um, that it's not as the world gives, because when the world is giving peace, that's so different. That means our circumstances are okay. And, um, all our bills are getting paid and our, you know, we, we just think of all those different things, worldly things, but, um, that peace that Jesus gives is his peace, his inner peace that brings peace to our heart. It's not dependent on our circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. It's dependent on a person. Yes. That we're getting yeah. to know love and trust, mm-hmm. but that's why we, we, maybe one, one of the reasons we're going through this is, he, he really wants us to focus on him. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to lean on everything else except God. And of course, all those things are temporary. And we're supposed to be strangers and pilgrims, which just means this is our temporary home anyway. He wants us to cultivate that, that, that true connectedness, heart to heart with him. Yes. And, and it's almost like we drink from him daily. Mm-hmm. And, and we're almost in, in this season being forced to... Uh, not be self-reliant, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but God-reliant. Right. That's so Trust good. him. Yeah. And it goes so we back. Find well, even what you said in the first podcast, when God asks you, if I'm all I have, am I enough? You know, and, and that really goes to the deep place of your heart. It's like, yes, I have to cultivate this relationship that I have with God because that's really. I need it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. He even I mentioned in the podcast. He showed me some of what's what's happening now. That that we're, we're being brought into a, a tremendous change, maybe economic mm-hmm. disaster, possibly. And we're going to have to come to the one who is our true source. And that, and it's like we must give him first place, not the leftovers, but the first place. Right. But but it's it, and I believe we could we can live in a constant state of peace, rest, and joy. 
when we're in that place of connectedness to his heart. Mm. We see through his eyes. Yes. Same situation, yes. which we might be terrified of. But through his eyes is, well, I, I know I'm going to make it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not alone. He's with me in this, in this situation. Right. Yeah. It makes such a difference. What, you know, the focus of our thoughts and the focus of our heart. I wonder if we probably should close, but I wonder if you would just, you know, have any closing remarks and then pray over the listeners today. Absolutely. One of the, one of the things which we, we, everybody knows the 23rd Psalm, but I, I find that is, that is a tremendous comfort Psalm. Yes. Just absolutely. pull out two or three things if I may. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that he even starts off the Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. My Very shepherd. personal. Yes. We, we can, we can say that each one of these, my shepherd, my personal mm-hmm. shepherd. He makes me lie down. Since Toronto, we know what making lie down looks like. But he leads me beside quiet waters. Even even if there's turbulence and everything's all up in the air, everybody's angry with everybody. There's there's a quiet place. He he restores my soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. He guides me as of righteousness. Even though we go through dark places, like the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Mm-hmm. We are never alone. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. One is for protection. One is for support. Then he talks about my, my, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Mm-hmm. So, so he, wants to, he wants to build in that confidence that no matter what's happening on the outside, we can live in a place of peace. Mm-hmm rest so lord we thank you that you don't you don't condemn us even though maybe we've many of us or if not all of us have sometimes looked in the wrong places for comfort but this is an opportunity maybe uh in this valley time for all of us we're going to learn what it is to connect to, to you heart to heart to, uh, to feel your love, to, to walk in the love, to learn more about it, to, to have peace that passes all understanding. Yes. Comes out of your presence, comes out of seeing through your eyes. Or would you open all of the eyes and ears of our heart to see what you see, to feel what you feel. And and I love where the word of God says, not only do, do we receive the comfort, but we can comfort others with the comfort that we have received. Yes. So as always in the kingdom, we get to give away what we've, what we've learned. So, Father, but right now, this is, this is for us personally. We, we need this for us. So we take our eyes off the newspapers, off the, all the news channels. Our iPhones, and we fix it on the Prince of Peace. Yes. We fix it on the, our Father God who speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. Help us to cultivate a time with you, preferably daily, where we draw from the where we drink. We drink of your peace. We drink of your rest. We drink of your love. Gain your perspective where there's always hope, there's always a way forward. 
We want to take this to good places. So help us to live a new kind of life where we're not dependent on stuff, but we're dependent on a person who, who can't wait to reveal to us all that we need. So, Father, I ask for a, a Father's blessing on everyone watching today. Mm, yes. Thank you. Bless your life. Bless your coming and going. Bless you to find me. Father, I just thank you. Sorry, thank you, Father, for just your peace, mm. your manifest peace, your presence yeah. resting on every person that's listening. Just that they would come into um, to know your presence, to know your peace like never before. And Father, just um, just refresh every person that's listening. Yes. Refresh them. Renew their strength. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And also in the 23rd Psalm, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of the enemies. <laughs> what a crazy place for a banquet table. It's <laughs> a perspective is, is we can get so close to him, it doesn't matter what's around us, we can be in a good place. Mm-hmm. Close to Jesus, close to the Father. Yes. Thank, Thank you, the Lord. Lord such an immense love, unconditional love. Thank you. Yes. Wow. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. And, you know, as we were praying, I was just reminded that it's, you know, we we spend time with God out of relationship, you know, out of that yes place that we know he is our loving father. He always wants to talk to us. He always wants to be with us. And, you know, like a good uh, earthly father, they um, always want to be with you. They always want to hear from you. And um, that's how our time with God is, you know, it's not about a duty or a list that we have to check off. Okay. I did, I did that today. Um, You know, but it's out of relationship and just out of wanting to be with him. It's almost like you can't wait to meet with them again. So yeah. it's not like, oh, I have to do this. I have to go to bed or whatever time of day works for you. But it, it's like you look forward to that, that, that yeah. time with him. Yes. It's, it's often very different. It's fresh. It's mm-hmm. new. There's nothing religious about it. It's, it's highly relational. Yes. And yeah. it's from the lover of your soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. God so loved the world. <laughs> He so loves you that he sent Jesus to mm-hmm. bring us back to the Father. Yes. That's why. Yep. He That's wants so good. us to be his kids. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you so much. And I'm just going to also, um, why don't you say what your website is if someone wants to know more about your ministry? Sure. It's uh, Father Heart Ministry dash Ian Ross, all small letters. And is it dot com? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. And there's a and way of there's a way of uh, there's an email address on there if mm-hmm. anybody wants to contact me. Okay. Awesome. So Father Heart Ministry dash ianross.com. Yes. And um, I have a new uh, website launching soon. And if you go there, you can uh, probably see coming soon or 
It will be available very soon, and it is AnnaHarrisMinistries.com. And I have a lot of things that are going to be on there, resources, the podcasts and videos and some blogs and um, just, you know, different resources that you can go to. So, um, Ian, thank you so much for this. I think it was so good today. I really, I got a lot out of it. I'm very encouraged and refreshed by it. So thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening and for watching and just God bless you with his richest presence today. Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Thanks, Anna. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit AnnaHarrisMinistries.com and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast.